My name is Kerry and at the moment I would say my occupation is to be a volunteer here at New Beginnings Uniting Church and that's after having a career as a regional and urban town planner uh, where I worked at local council, state government and then in private practice and I, I, had, I worked on a lot of different projects and got to meet lots of different people across the state so it was a wonderful career. But now I have time to spend at NBU. Yeah, what moment do I remember that God has used me unexpectedly? And I knew you were going to ask me that. And I, I would like to have some really nice story to tell you, but I don't think I do. <laughs> I know that uh, sometimes after a talk that I've given, uh, someone will come up to me and they'll say, you, you were speaking directly into my heart. And of course, I had no idea what's going on in their life. And then sometimes people have said, you prayed for me and, and it happened. And I honestly don't even remember praying. Um, so I think they're examples of God using me unexpectedly. I think for me, there's just been lots of different little moments, little things, not one big, huge, explosive. God uses me unexpectedly to part the sea. <laughs> Yeah, so when somebody says that they're really touched by something that I, I've said, I, I just really am humbled, I think, that God, God is so amazing that he can use so many different things and he can use some words that I think I've thought up myself, but clearly God intended those words to be said. And I just love that, that about God, that he's in the huge, big, epic picture and he's in the tiny small details and um, and I just love you know how he's you know working and weaving his way through life and and uh, yeah just makes me amazed mm. I just absolutely love those stories that uh, people from our church are just doing. Um, they are powerful, they are engaging, they are real. I would encourage you, if you, if, if you just take a moment during the week, just to delve into each of those stories. They're all up on our website. Um, they're actually up, if you go into our homepage, they're right at the top, just click that, God Calls Unexpected People. And I think that's the, that's the thing that's been really sitting with us in this series is that God calls each and every one of us and sometimes calls us in big unexpected ways and little unexpected ways. And the fact that God uses us in that midst is amazing. So let's just pray again. Let's just ask God just to open up our, our hearts and our minds to the message that we're going to hear today. A gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks for the courage of those people who've shared their stories with us. We give you thanks for the faithfulness that they have displayed and shown. And Lord, we give you thanks for your word. May your Holy Spirit be upon us now and open us up to your message that we find in your word today. Amen. So before I get going, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. There's a few people who've gone, yes, I'm a mum here. Um, and I just want to acknowledge, as, as we've said, Mother's Day can be, uh, you know, one of those things where 
lots of expectations, lots of hopes, lots of dreams, sometimes some hurt and pain in there as well. But what I want to say is that Mother's Day, there's a really, you know, when I think and reflect on Mother's Day, I actually think and reflect about mothers and the mothers that I have come across in my walk in life and those people that have been with me. Uh, my mother, Annette, the mother of our children. And what I think about is the great high call that there is upon a mother to care and nurture for the children. Now, I'm not a mother. I'm glad somebody's laughed at that, yep. I come from a dad perspective, and my kids and family know that I'm a dad through and through and have that dad moment all the time. I'm probably rocking the dad bod as well, that's okay. I can cope with that. But, you know, I speak from the moment and place of being a father and seeing the mother in work. See, one of the, the most significant things that I, I see is that there's mothers pouring their love and their care, their spiritual heart into their children, mentoring their children to grow and be nourished. Now, I don't want to let fathers off the hook because that's a really important role for you as well, um, to have a spiritual impact in your children. But I've seen the profound impact that happens because a mother opens up her heart to her children in a spiritual manner. This is not just relegated just to that role that we have within our family units, but it's actually women opening up to their role in all of the world and the power and the influence that they have. And I love seeing that. I love experiencing that because I think we for so long have missed that. So I want to give big thanks to the mums out there that have fed and nurtured those children and adults and people and friends that they know into faith. So as we move further into our series about um, God calls us in unexpected ways, I'm going to focus today on, on Mary and on a different kind of call, on a call to just be. Now, last week, Kerry gave a fantastic message, a powerful message uh, about the call that was placed upon Deborah's life. And Deborah was a judge, and you can find her story in the Old Testament in the book of Judges. Now, Kerry made this point last week that has been sitting with me, challenging me all through this week. It's something that I had not considered and thought about deeply, but it is something that has been sitting on my heart all this week. And this is the fact that God, when God calls us, it's never a plan B. It's never because things haven't worked out that God calls us. God's call is plan A. God's call to us is plan A. It's who God wants you to be. It's not the backup just in case things have gone wrong. It is the call for us. So when God calls you to step up and do something in an unexpected way, it's not because God hasn't found anybody better somewhere else, but because God wants you to step up and do. You are the plan A that God wants to have. 
So as we come into the, the, the Bible passage I want us to focus upon today, which comes from Luke's Gospel, Luke chapter 1, uh, verses 26 through to 38, I want you to actually focus upon how, how God is calling Mary, the mother of Jesus. Notice how we've weaved this together into the Mother's Day part as well. Aren't we clever? But notice how we've done, as we do this, as we read this, how God is calling her through the angel Gabriel to be exactly who she is, uniquely able to do the things she's able to do, calls her to be. So let's just read together. Let's read together from the Bible. I'm reading here from the New Living Translation. It'll be up on the screen for you as well. So in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, I'm sure if we had an angel just appear to us like that, I'm sure you would have exactly the same response that Mary had. She was confused and slightly disturbed. disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. And the angel says, Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You, have conceived and you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus and he will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say that she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. This is a powerful reading and a reading that we so often just place into our Christmas season, leading up to Christmas. But it's something that we need to focus upon in other times because birth doesn't just, you know, birth, marriage, being mother just doesn't happen one moment. It's not just around that special moment of Christmas. It's, it's all throughout the year and we want to just kind of experience that. But what I want to do, what I want to do and focus upon as we're reflecting upon this reading, as we're reflecting upon God's call to Mary, I want us to focus on the, the, the call to be rather than the call to do. Focus upon the call to be rather than the call to do. See, the call to do is really easy to see when we read through the Bible. It, it, it's, it's a call to do a various action, to go and do something. Like if, if we were to talk about Jonah for a moment, Jonah and the whale, you know, he was called to go and prophesy against Nineveh. He ran away from it, eventually came back to it, but he was called to go and do something specific. And that's actually different to the call that Mary had, which was to be the mother of Jesus. Now, this is a difference. It wasn't, it wasn't called to go and do something. It was a call for her to be who she is, to take all that she is and give it into that moment. It's a call to be. And I love the response that Mary gives 
in that call to be. She says this, and let's put it up. And Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. So this is such a different place for us to be. I am the Lord's servant. This is a place where I just say, yes, who you say I am, what you say about me, I am willing to give to you, all of me. I imagine placing this statement in our lives. Imagine placing this statement for each and every one of us in our lives. When God calls us into action, when God calls us just to be who we are, wonderfully and beautifully made, are we willing to say, I am the Lord's servant? May everything that you have said about me come true. Placing ourselves in the palm of God's hand to do as God would do with us. It's a willingness to be created and moulded and shaped in the image of God, in the activities of God. See, the thing is, as we come into our world today, especially with our ever-increasing rise and influence of, of social media upon us, we often find ourselves becoming human doings rather than human beings. Notice how even when we talk about ourselves, we are human beings. It's the whole notion of just being in this place, of being who we are, not about what we do. But the thing is that so often in our media-saturated, social media-saturated world, um, we're driven to achieve, to accomplish, to show things that we've done. We, we want people to be seeing what we've done, what we've achieved, what we've accumulated, where we've come rather than sitting in the presence and staying still and being. There's a push to do and achieve. And the thing is that, and here's, here's, a, real, here's a really interesting point for us, the push to do, the push to achieve, causes us to move from the moment now and to be always trying to live into the future. That you're not attending to what's happening right here. You're not attending to what's happening in God's life for us right now. We are thinking about what we need to do, the next thing that needs to happen, the next thing that's over there on the horizon, and how much better life will be once we've achieved something. It takes us from the here and now in the presence of God and places us out into the future. And when we live in that future space, we're no longer able to just be in the presence of God because we're always wanting to do something. And this is such a powerful thing for us to just wrap our minds around, that it is vastly different for us to come and be still and be present in that moment. Notice in that passage about Mary that she didn't run off and go do other things. She did go and see her, her, her cousin Elizabeth, but it wasn't like she needed to run around and do a whole lot of things. She just sat in that moment of what God had taught, promised her about, what God had told her about, and realised what it meant for her. Life-changing. Life-giving. Now, I don't want to dwell too much in the future present aspect of, of the, the verses um, of doing versus being, but rather I want you to know that we all are 
Let me give you this. We all are called to be. We are called to be just as Mary was called to be who she was. We're called, like Mary was, to nurture those around us, to be the person who God wants you to be. And see, the thing in, in, in Mary's case, even though it's a call of, of being the mother of Jesus, that was not a passive thing. That was an all-encompassing, all-hands-on. And let me tell you, you know, mothers of children know this. Being a mother is a hands-on experience. Being, you know, it, it, it takes over your life. Even called to be who she was meant that there was activity there. See, being and doing are not at odds with one another. Called to be and called to do are not at odds with one another. They are part of the same thing, are part of God's unexpected call upon our lives. And it's not about one is more important than the other. They are just different. They're a different call for us to be, a different call for us to do. Some of us will be called into action and they may be short-lived, they may be long-term, but a call to being who we are created in the image of God is a lifelong call. It's a call that we can just have for ourselves. It's a call that shows those around us who we are and a clarity of who we are. I want to read to you a section from Luke's Gospel, Luke chapter 6, verse 41, and it says, it says this, A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes, and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. See, here is this. As Jesus is teaching his disciples, he's teaching them about, what, about the state of being, from who you are and the call to be in Christ. Good fruit flows from that. The moment we step out of that and we start allowing other things to come in, it starts producing bad fruit. The thing that happens is we need to be sitting in that space with God's call upon our lives, about wanting to learn about Jesus Christ, wanting to follow Jesus Christ, wanting to be more like Jesus Christ than all that we are. God's call also has a promise. It has a promise with it. And this promise was given to Mary, and it's a promise for us. And we see this in, in Mary's call. We see this in, in the Pentecost outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church, um, it, it, Gabriel appeared to her and said, A greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. That's the promise. That God is going to be with you in this call, in this time, in this moment. That God will be with you. The power of the Holy Spirit will rest upon you and will give you strength. So let us just come into this moment and let's just pray together. Let's specifically pray for, for people who we know that need the love of God in their lives. So let's just come into prayer.
Lord God, we just give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks for this space. We give you thanks that we can come and share in your word for us. We give you thanks that even though we may feel far away, even though we may feel at odds at times, that you call us to be who we are. You call us with all our ups and downs, all the good things about us, all the bad things about us. You call us to be in this place, in this time, in this space. You call us to follow you. You call us to sit with you. You call us to lean into your love in our lives. You call us to support and encourage one another. Lord, help us in this moment to realise how can we stop doing all the things that we need to do and take a moment and let ourselves be. Be in your presence. Be in your power. Be in your glory. Lord, I pray that our inner lives start aligning with your will for our lives. I pray that our inner lives will start overflowing and outpouring of love and compassion and joy and hope to those around us. I pray that as we come and learn to be in your presence, Lord, learn to be just who you created us to be, that that will reflect your love and your glory to the world around us in amazing and powerful ways. Lord, I just pray the Holy Spirit upon us now. May you know the love of God. May you know the joy of God. May you know the power of God upon your lives. I pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.